Hi, I'm Dr. Ted Spear, pastor of the Fundamental Baptist Church International in Boshane Kumasi. Today's message is entitled, The Righteous Shall Live by Faith. I hope you'll pay attention to this message. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour. Our message today comes from the book of Galatians in chapter number 3. We're going to start in verse number 10. The Bible says, For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. So God says if you do not continue in everything, all things that are written in His book, then you have a curse on you. Verse number 11. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Today I want to talk to you about this all-important subject of salvation. When I say salvation, I'm talking about deliverance from the second death, deliverance from a lake of fire, and deliverance unto eternal life, or what we call heaven. This passage clearly teaches us what, it, what must be done, what must take place in order for us to go to heaven and not go to hell. And I want us to key in on verse number 11 to begin with. It says three words, it is evident. So something is evident. What is evident? Or what is evidence? Evidence is something that is presented. It is facts that is presented that proves something to be true or false. And God says that something is very evident. That means it is clearly seen. It has clearly been proven to be true. And he says that what is evident is that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. Now, what does it mean to be justified? Well, to be justified means the opposite of being condemned. If somebody condemns you, they are pronouncing you guilty. They are pronouncing you worthy of punishment. If you go to a court and you're accused of wrongdoing, and evidence is presented that shows you to be guilty, then the judge pronounces you guilty, he condemns you. Justification is the opposite of that. Justification is when you are pronounced innocent. The judge hears the evidence he comes to the conclusion that you are innocent of the accusations against you, and he pronounces you not guilty or innocent. That's what it means to be justified. And in the sight of God, what this is teaching us is that in the sight of God, now remember, God sees all. God knows all. God knows everything you've ever done in life. 
And in the sight of God, when you stand before Him, He will need no one to present any evidence as to whether you're guilty or innocent because He will already know. And if you were to stand before God and present yourself, then one thing is evident, you're guilty. Why? Because you have not kept all things according to the law. So if we go back to verse number 10, it says, For as many as are of the works of the law are under a curse. What does that mean? Well, that means this. If you're trying to obey the law to get to heaven, then you are cursed. Why? Because it is written, Cursing is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. So when you say, I'm going to obey God's commandments, and if I do that, I will get to heaven, then God says, well, then one thing is clear, you won't go to heaven. And the reason that is clear is because God says, you don't have to do some things that are in the Bible. You don't have to do two or three things. God says you have to do all things that are written in the law. And if you don't do all things that are written in the law, then you're guilty of breaking the law. The Bible says, thou shalt not covet. So when you desire things that you have no business desiring, that's sin. The Bible says that we're to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Who does that every day, every minute, every second of the day? No one. The Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Who does that? No one. You see, when we judge ourselves according to God's law, when we judge ourselves according to God's law, it is evident that we have broken the law. The Bible says in James chapter 2, in verse 10, For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he's guilty of all. So what the Bible teaches here is that no man is going to be justified. No man is going to be declared innocent in the sight of God according to the law because God says that he got to keep all the law and no one has done that. Surely, if you're watching this video today, surely, if you're listening to what I'm saying today, then you know you have not kept all of God's law. And if that's the case, then you're guilty. You're guilty of sin. The Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Look at the man Adam. God told Adam not to do one thing. Don't eat of the forbidden fruit. And if you do, he told Adam he would die. What did Adam do? He took of the fruit, he ate it, and death came into the world. So death came into the world as a, as a result of one man's one sin. And you and I, just like Adam, have sinned and we're guilty of breaking the law. And it is evident that we have sinned. And it is evident that in the sight of God, we will not be justified because we are guilty. 
So, we're talking about salvation. How to go to heaven. How to be accepted of God into eternal life. And the first thing we have to understand is that we have broken God's law. And it is very evident. Let me ask you a question. Do you know anybody who does not sin? Can you take me to one person in your house, one person in your neighborhood, one person in your school who does not sin? No, of course you can't. And that means you as well as they. We're all sinners. And the Bible teaches that there's a punishment for sin. Look what it says here. It says, For as many as are of the works of the law, in verse 10, are under the curse. There is a curse. There is a punishment upon sin. And that punishment in the Bible is death and hell. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. The Bible teaches in Revelation 21.8, but the fearful and the unbelieving and abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. There is a punishment upon sin. And that punishment is to die and to go to a lake of fire. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be under this curse. How can I escape this curse? Well, it's not by the works I do. It's not by obeying the law because this scripture told us that it's very evident that we have not obeyed the law. Now, can you change the past? Certainly not. So if you were able to live the rest of your life without sin, which you're not able to do, but let's just pretend for a moment that you could live the rest of your life without sinning, you still have the past on your record. You still have a problem. We cannot change the fact that there is a curse upon those who sin. We have a problem. We cannot be justified in the sight of God. We cannot be innocent in the sight of God based on obedience to God's law because we've broken it. And that punishment for breaking His law is that we have to go to a devil's hell. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want to be with God. In verse number 12, it says, And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. It's saying that the law and faith are opposites. If you do the law, you will live. That means if you do all things that are in the law, guess what? You're not guilty. You won't go to hell. But we've already seen in verse 10, that, in verse 11, that we've broken the law. So that doesn't apply to us. Do you know anyone who has obeyed the law? No. Anyone that has not sinned? No. We have eternal life. Or we can have eternal life because of faith not because of obedience to the law. That is what this is teaching us. If we go back to verse 11, and we look at the end of verse 11, it says, For the just shall live by faith. 
the just, those that God considers to be righteous. They are not righteous because they have obeyed the law, but they are righteous because they have faith. And the law is not of faith. And if you're going to claim the law as your ticket to heaven, then you have a problem. You have broken the law. I don't claim God's law as my way to heaven. I witness to people every week on a weekly basis. And when I ask them why they're going to go to heaven, they say, oh, because I'm righteous, because I obey the commandments. Well, if that is your claim, then you have a problem. Because it is evident that you've broken the law. And according to your own testimony, there's a curse upon you. And God says it's not by keeping the law, it's by faith. Now you say, well, pastor, what, it, what does our faith have to be in? Or what did God do to redeem us from the curse of the law? Let's look in verse 13. It says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. That means he's done something to save us from this curse. Being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. The Bible says Jesus hung on a tree. He hung on two pieces of wood. He hung on a cross that came from a tree. He was cursed for you and I. He suffered for our sin. I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ was Emmanuel, God with us. He came to earth. He was manifested before mankind. He was seen. He was witnessed by man. He suffered on the cross. He was buried in a borrowed tomb. And three days later, He rose from the dead. And because of His sacrifice, we can be saved. Because of what He did, we can have faith in Him and be redeemed from the curse of the law. We can be saved because of Christ. He took the curse upon Himself. The Bible says, Cursed is every man that hangeth on the tree. So Jesus took our curse upon Himself that we might go free. Amen. Verse number 14, it says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. We do not receive God's Spirit. We do not receive the blessing of salvation through obedience to God's law, but through faith in Christ. If we had obeyed the law, then Christ would have no reason to die and His death would be in vain. But he died because we're under a curse, because we have not kept all things that are in the law, and we're guilty of breaking the law. And we needed a Savior. And that Savior is Jesus Christ the Lord. And he died to save us from our sins. If we go back to verse number 8 in Galatians chapter 3, it says this, And the Scripture foreseen that God would justify the heathen through faith. 
preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. If you want to receive the blessing of Abraham, which is the promise of salvation through Christ, if you want to receive that blessing, then you get it by faith and not by keeping the law. I ask people every week, as I told you before, if you died, would you go to heaven? And people tell me, oh yes, pastor, I will go to heaven. When I say why, they say, well, I am righteous. I go to church. I pray. I do what's right. I obey the commandments. No, no, we don't. And that's what these verses tell us. These verses tell us that there's something that's evident. It's something that's very plain and clear to see. We are guilty of breaking God's law. That's the first thing we have to understand. We are sinners. Number two, there is a curse upon those who are under the law. And that curse means we die and go to hell. Number three, we cannot save ourselves because we can't change the past. There's nothing we can do to change our sin. Going to church won't change our sin. Trying to be a good person won't change the things that we have done wrong and do wrong. We cannot save ourselves. It is God that saves. It is Christ who is the Savior. Number four, Jesus died that we might be saved. He paid the penalty for our sin. He died on the cross of Calvary. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, it says. And he took that curse for you and me. Praise God for that. And when you try to claim salvation through your own works, you're insulting the grace of God in that Jesus Christ died for you. You're saying, no, God, it's not evident that I'm a sinner. I can obey the law, and I have obeyed the law, and I deserve heaven. And God says, no, you don't. I said it's evident you broke the law. Jesus died to redeem you from the curse of the law, and those who have faith in Christ alone are those that will be accepted by me into eternal life. I beg of you, Listener, you're listening to this program today. You've been taught a lie from the world and from many churches. You've been taught that salvation is to be worked for, that it's to be earned by man's good deeds. That's a lie, and you will find it nowhere in the Bible. What the Bible teaches is that salvation is by faith. It says that we will live by faith, not by obedience to the law because we have broken the law. And I beg of you today to see yourself a sinner. To see that the punishment of sin is that you die and go to hell. To understand you cannot save yourself from that predicament. And to believe that God himself, Emmanuel, died on a cross that you might be redeemed. He rose from the dead. He has the power to save you if you will believe on Him. The Bible says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The Bible says in Romans 3, 28, Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. I beg of you today to accept the free gift of God of salvation through Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. God has a gift for you. That gift is eternal life. He offers it to you today. He stands at your heart door and He knocks and He says, You have sinned, but I love you. I died for you. And I offer you eternal life. You can have it, but you must receive it. And you receive it by faith. Just if I were to reach out this Bible and stretch it out to you and tell you you can have it, it's free. It doesn't become yours until you take it. And God has offered us the gift of eternal life, but it doesn't become ours until we take it. Say, preacher, how do I take it? Well, if I were to offer you this Bible, you would take it by stretching out your hand and receiving it. You can see it. You can see me. So you would just have to stretch out your hand and take it. We cannot see God. We cannot see eternal life. We cannot stretch out our hand and take eternal life. Something that we cannot see from a person we cannot see. There's only one way to receive eternal life, and that's by faith. We must believe that this message that I have given you from God's Word is true. We're sinners. We deserve hell for our sin. We can't save ourselves. Jesus died to pay for our sins. He's the only way to heaven. It's by grace through faith and not of works. And we must say, God, by faith, I receive the gift of eternal life. I'm so glad that when I was 20 years old, when I thought my goodness would get me to heaven, that I realized, according to the Scriptures, that one thing was evident. I was wrong. I have not obeyed the law. And I'm glad that that night someone told me about Jesus Christ. And I saw Jesus as the Savior. And I put my faith in Him. And today, I stand before you. And I'm on this screen and you're watching me. What I'm doing right now is not going to get me to heaven. But what I did when I put my faith in Jesus alone to save me, that will get me to eternal life. God loved me, and He gave me a free gift. Will you take His free gift today? I beg of you right now, if you have understood watching this program, that you have been trusting the wrong things. You've been trusting in your good works. or Maybe you've been trusting in some other God, or maybe you haven't even believed in God. I beg of you today, by faith, Confess to God that you're a sinner. Confess to God that it's evident you can't save yourself. Confess to God that you believe Jesus is the only way to heaven. Not Jesus plus what you do for Him, but only Jesus. And I would encourage you today to 
confess that to God, to tell Him you're a sinner, to tell Him you deserve hell, and to tell Him your faith is in Christ alone to save you. And if you'll put your faith in that today, God says He would save you. But you have to turn from whatever it was you were trusting in and put your faith in Jesus. I was trusting in my obedience. I turned away from seeing myself as good and I turned to Jesus as seeing Him as the only one that could save me and I put my faith in Him. It's not turning from your evil because you'll continue to sin. I sin every day. I'm human. Wicked thoughts are sin. Laziness is sin. A failure to pray is sin. Lots of sins. But I'm going to go to heaven when I die. I trusted Jesus alone to save me. Would, will you do the same today? I hope so. If you have any questions about anything that you've learned from this broadcast, if you'd like to ask us anything, please contact us. Our desire is that you know for sure that you'll go to heaven when you die. And we want to help you. So please, visit us at the church. Contact us on any of our platforms, our social media platforms. We'd love to talk to you. God bless you.